welcome to the Adventure Continues podcast. And Mariah is going to open things up with the title of today's podcast. <laughs> I just want to say that Gal came up with this title. I'm a little bit embarrassed to even say it. <laughs> I'm but very proud of it. Very it's, proud. It's, it's amazing. Cute. It's cute. Okay. How to harness big money energy. Yes. <laughs> is that good or what? So it's a money episode. Yes. How to make money. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. after this, you just like so much flow of money comes your way. Yeah. You'll have this idea that all of a sudden you become a superhero and you are going to go out there and change the world and make lots of money doing it. And by the way, this applies to somebody who's unemployed. That's somebody that's just working a job, an entrepreneur, somebody who retired. is retired, somebody who's looking for a side hustle. All these principles are extremely relevant to anyone. Even if you're a housewife and you're looking to produce more, you can still have income, by the way, which will be relevant to what we discuss. So you'll yeah. see it fits for anyone. I feel like no one's going to say, no matter where they are in life, are going to be like, no, I don't need extra money. Exactly. <laughs> so Yeah, you like money. Everyone's pretty much Jewish. Everybody <laughs> wants lots of money. You know? And if you don't, make it and just send it to us. Exactly. You know? There you go. We, we have take a, donations on yeah, the podcast. We have so a link somewhere. <laughs> put it there. Exactly. So okay. money. All right. Here's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. People have money issues anywhere you go in the world. Mm -hmm. It's super limiting. It's super yeah. depressing. It's super uh, limiting because you can't go and do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. People think they don't have enough, that yeah. there's not enough out there for them to make, Yeah, that it's hard to make. Yeah, they see these amazing things they want and they think, but not for me. There's other people that can, but I'm never going to be so lucky. And it's not true. That's not the case. And that's the whole thing that we want to talk about is that there is is a way to have you expand the flow that you make and actually get to where you dream that you can be. Mm -hmm. So let's just start off with the definition or, or an explanation of what is money. Yeah, money is what all the cool rappers have. That's <laughs> money. No, money. Okay, let's define it. Money is actually something that you get by exchanging something of value. Mm -hmm. So I give you something of value. The return is money. Mm -hmm. It can be different things. In the past, it was cows or it was a bartering system. These days, you get money. Now, of course, there's much more intricate definitions of money. I have seminars on the subject of money. So that's a basic definition. But what you need to know is that money is actually energy. Money is an energy. Literally, like electricity, it's a kind of an energy. Why? Because when you have a potential You hold something up high in the air, and then when you let it go, that releases energy. So I'm holding a rock up in the air. No energy has been released. I drop it. It falls. As it's falling, that's energy. So you have money in the bank. It's not doing much. It's actually dying because inflation and all that, right? And then when you spend it, whoop, you have energy. Money is an energy. You release it, and then it gives you something in return. So, so he's actually saying it's good to spend it if you're making it. <laughs> the message here is spend all your money <laughs> because you want lots of energy. But it's actually interesting to note that money is meant to be spent. Mm -hmm. Really, it's meant to be spent. Of course, not spend more than you make, but you shouldn't just hold on to money. You see that people that have lots of money and hoard it and don't spend it are not happy people. Mm -hmm. And their money dies. If your money sits in an account without doing something, without being invested, without, you know, it actually loses value every single day. Yeah, but also in the opposite, the people who spend too much when they don't have it, they're mm -hmm. also not happy. 100%. So, but we're going to get more into that later. Yeah, yeah. 
That's an interesting point, though. Yeah, Yeah, go on. So why do you get paid? So you get paid for giving something that's really valuable. You give something that other people find value and you get paid for bringing results. That's the reason. If I bring a result, I get pay in return. Mm-hmm. People think that they go to work. Like I remember you had this discussion, I forget where, but they're like, no, you get paid because of the hours you put in to work. Yeah. No, you don't get paid for going to work. You get paid for the results you bring at your job. Like that's why they need you there. They don't need a body in the room. Exactly. You don't, if you're a dentist, you don't get paid for having a patient sit in your chair for an hour. You get paid for bringing results in their mouth and then they pay you. Mm -hmm. You have to think about, I'm bringing results. I'm not bringing time into it, whatever, results. And people don't really get that. I had a whole argument with somebody that said, no, I get paid for going to work, for showing up. That's what I get paid for. No, that's not what you get paid for. Mm-hmm. Money is something that you get for bringing a result. Now, most people think, yeah, but I'm limited in how much money I can make. Like I have a nine to five, so I can only make X amount of money. But the truth is that you can actually make more money than you think. And the ultimate truth that's usually very hard for people to swallow is that money is actually not hard to make. If I tell you money is not hard to make, you immediately go in the back of your mind, it is hard to make, man. I don't have enough. You see what I mean? The truth is that money is not hard to make. What is hard is to get people off of the idea that it's hard to make money. The hard part is getting rid of this concept that I can't make money. That's hard. It's tough. Like this episode, we're trying to chisel away at that because I want you to start imagining the idea that money is actually easy to make. You see, there's this concept that's called a fake reality. A fake reality is a piece of information you're 100% sure is right, but when you use it, it doesn't bring you the expected results. So people have, as I said, this thing that they're sure is right. It's hard to make money. So people go around with, it's hard to make money. And guess what? They don't have good results with money. So over time, this fake reality has become so solid and the topic here with our Big Money Energy podcast is to kind of chisel away at that and give you another idea. With the idea that money is an energy, big money energy, and energy has to flow. Energy can't get stuck. It can't get blocked. It can't have resistance because then it doesn't flow. And the truth is that money is actually a flow and you've got to let it flow, baby. And that's what we're talking about. How is money a flow? So money is a flow because I give Bill $10. He gives me a hot dog and a drink and I go and I eat it, right? Now he has my $10. He takes that energy that I just gave him and flows it on to my mom who has a shop nearby and my mom gets that money and now at night my mom goes and buys us dinner and, 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 and. So money moves from one person to the next. It jumps around. Somebody has money that they give that you then get and there's this beautiful flow. But there are so many ways that people block the flow. And I can give tons of examples. Mariah can give tons of examples. But let's start with a few. Yeah, a big example of that is when people say that something is expensive. We see that so much, right? Like you look at an item on the rack and you immediately go, I can't buy that. That's that's expensive. Yeah, and not only does that block the flow of what you think you deserve and and how you spend your money, but also it blocks the flow of how you sell things and what you think your product value deserves. Yeah, because it's interesting. One person's expensive is another person's cheap. And now you are going to go and sell, 
I don't know, the next day you have a product that you sell, like uh, a new shampoo, and you think that your shampoo is more expensive than somebody else because you in general have an idea that things are expensive. So how are you going to sell things if you have this back idea that things are not expensive? Like imagine the other guy that goes around with their shampoo and they think, this is so cheap. I have gold here. Everybody should pay me. This is so affordable. So that idea that, oh, things are expensive seeps in to everything. Yeah, I think it's good to change the viewpoint from it's expensive to I don't see the value in it as mm-hmm. of now. Because like, for example, even um, flying first class, you can look at that and be like, whoa, $10,000. Like, Ellen, yeah. I love watching first class, <laughs> yeah. you know, YouTube reviews. And we watch them, we're like, wow, $10,000 for what? Yeah. You know? But then also at the same time, it's like, if you have a meeting where you're making a million dollars just in that one meeting. Yeah. You arriving fresh and like on top of your game and being comfortable and not worrying about like back pain or whatever the case may be. Believe me, $10,000 is nothing. Right. So worth it. And that's the whole point is for that person, $10,000 is a steal. A steal. It's like super value. Like I'm going to do that every single time. Why? Because they get big value. So it means that it's not, oh, it's expensive. Why would somebody ever pay for that? It's, no, there's a reason that this is on the market. There's a reason that it's expensive. People want it. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to go and fly first class every single day, although you (laughs) probably would love it because it's freaking amazing. But it does mean that you can change your idea about just the basic things you see around you and not have this thing of, oh, I can't have that, it's expensive, but rather, hold on, what's the value here? And it's a tiny shift that's actually massive. Mm -hmm. For example, I have a friend that I saw went to a concert of a very famous person, and I know that that person doesn't have money. Like, they're struggling. But yet, they went to this guy's concert because they love that guy, and they paid hundreds of dollars from I don't know where they got (laughs) that money from. But if you ask that person, why don't you spend $200 on a course that's 15 hours of powerful content rather than the two-hour show, and that course is going to change your income, change your life, put you in a happier state, all kinds of things, they'll go, "Mm, $200, but that's expensive. I don't have money right now for it. Mm -hmm. It's not that they don't have money for it. It's that they don't have money for me or for you for it. Yeah, they just didn't see the value in it. Exactly. And so because of that, they go and spend money on this guy's concert. And before you know it, they are back to their money problems because they didn't actually handle it. They got a temporary enjoyment. But it just shows that they can spend on whatever they want if they see the value. Yeah, it goes to show that the money amount, the price tag on it isn't what makes something expensive. It's the value you put into it that makes it expensive or not. Exactly. I just bought a smoothie that was like doubled the price recently like over the last couple of years and I was like wow I can't believe it like that's expensive right just recently on the way here and then of course I thought of this concept that we're talking to you about now but I also know that if I was dying of thirst or dying of hunger the price I paid for the smoothie would become irrelevant which means that it's not the price it's just what I consider the price to give me what value I get for the price. This whole idea of playing with value, because then when you go out and you try to make money, if you realize that you need to show people, my product is not expensive, it's just very valuable. And now you show that, all of a sudden you can change your income game, your money game, just as easily with the same tool, just reversed. 
Mm-hmm. Also, something that I feel like you subliminally do when you write something off as expensive is you don't put the necessity there to buy it. So true. Like I see people that see a Mercedes commercial and they go, wow, Mercedes is expensive. But out comes Tesla with their amazing marketing and that same person will go, wow, I need a Tesla. Now they don't write it off anymore. They don't say that's expensive. They say, I need that Tesla, which all of a sudden opens things up. They open the flow. They open the energy towards getting a Tesla because they change their mind not to, oh, it's an expensive Mercedes, but that's a Tesla I need. And there you go. You've opened it. And now it's not so expensive for you. You want the Tesla. And that's the exact same mechanism at play. Yeah. But what you're saying is it's not like there's a Mercedes and two seconds later you see a Tesla and you're like, this is like for years you've written off Mercedes Mm -hmm. because you thought it was too expensive. Yeah. And then the Tesla comes out and then that's when the flow changes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And you see even people with, uh, I don't know, the new iPhone, $1,500, it's fine. It's the new iPhone. But ask them to spend $150 on something else and no, they write it off. That's expensive. So again, my whole point here is it just shows that the way you spend and what you have money for is simply what you consider you have money for and where you see the value from those things that you are potentially paying for. Right. So just imagine if you change that consideration and put it into bigger or more things, Maybe you'd get that flow to open up in that way. Absolutely. That alone, that concept's big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, really amazing. Another way money flows is um, flow to a bank account. Mm -hmm. I liked what you mentioned earlier. You said that people open up a savings, but then they don't do anything with it. Yeah. The easiest thing to do is even just flow $5 into it. Like start flowing every week or whatever $5 and you'll notice that that just begins the flow. Exactly. There was this charity that I once gave money to and I was like, "Ah, I don't know if I should put money. And they said, look, just open the flow, even if you give us $5 a month. And I was like, "Okay, I can do $5 a month. So now I start paying $5 a month. And before I know it, $10 a month doesn't look so bad because the flow is there. If you start to put a flow towards a future house, a flow towards your next car, a flow towards an investment, just $10 a week, something that you can do, but you just start, you will see that before you know it, you have something there. But people think, no, I need it to put aside $500 a week, but I don't have the money. So why should I even start my savings account? Start it with what you can open the flow. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of someone told me if you are struggling to get into the gym for an hour, like you find yourself not being able to get in every day, Mm -hmm. just put on activewear first, (laughs) like do that. Exactly. And then once you do that, see where it goes. And it's amazing that once you just start the flow of that action, Mm -hmm. you get into it, you do it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go to the gym, but only for 20 minutes. Then once I'm there, I'm there for an hour and I end up doing it. But it's that start of the flow. And that's very relevant to money. So that's how you start to build up that investment. That's how you start to pay off debt. Just start the flow Mm -hmm. or look at how to increase it if you already are. But know that it's just a flow and open it up. Stop blocking it. Yeah. A block kind of that ties into what we were talking about earlier is not bringing results. Mm -hmm. As we said, you get paid for results. So if you're providing results, you're opening that flow to make more money. But if you go to your job and you're feeling lazy that day, you're slowing down the results, which is slowing down the flow of money. It's so applicable. It's so, so, so accurate. And that's what happens all the time. People go to work 
halfway. Maybe they come to work, 20% of them really there. Mm-hmm. Most of them is resistance. Oh, I don't want to go to work. It's Monday. Da, da, da. They're full of resistance. What are you doing? You're actually stopping the flow. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you resist. As opposed to, okay, I'm going to eat life today. Who can I help? What can I do? How can I expand? How can I provide value? And you will climb up the ranks. You'll become the hottest commodity at that place, no matter what you're <laughs> doing, because you are just flowing. Yeah, you always hear us say that things either get better or get worse. They don't stay the same. So that is your viewpoint going into work. Are you bringing results or are you not? Like mm-hmm. there's no, the, the resistance, the thing, that's not. You're literally turning off the faucet yes. of money flow yeah. at that point. It's exactly like a faucet. <laughs> really. Yeah. So if you're like, hmm, but how do I start a flow? Yeah. I'm at this place where I don't even know how to start a flow. Help people for free. Mm, yeah, exactly. That's just an easy way to yeah. start a flow. If you're unemployed and you like, I don't have any money right now, start helping. Why? Because you bring value. You bring results to others. You will see that they will say, hey, by the way, I have this other thing, something small, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, you'll make a flow towards you now, $10. You'll start making just help people Mm -hmm. don't look for how you can sell more even if you have an existing business and you're like oh we don't have enough sales don't look at how you can sell more look at how you can help more Mm -hmm. that's great that's a really good one Mm -hmm. there's so many ways to start a flow to make money and just communicating out just starting to chat and post and do whatever it is that can bring money out of nowhere like people think that they need to I'm hired to I don't know answer emails so the only way I can get income is if I answer emails Mm -hmm. but the reality is there are so many ways that money flows in just we've talked about this before communicate out and you'll see that you'll get money opportunities randomly absolutely think of a secretary she's like all I do is answer the phones I answer some emails but if she's super in touch with every client and builds relationships with everyone that walks into the office and 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 you'll see that before you know it She'll go to the boss and say, hey, this one guy mentioned to me that he wants us to help him more and this and that. And all of a sudden, the boss will say, wow, like, how did you, how did that happen? Like, I've been trying to close that guy forever. I don't know. I just started chatting to him, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy goes, well, maybe I give you a commission, right? Like, this is something that could happen. It's not a far off idea. Mm -hmm. And or that girl gets promoted or whatever the case may be. Yeah, or even like a more indirect way that I feel like some people don't see as... Like, I remember when I was in high school and I was a hostess, and Mm -hmm. my parents were like, no, you've got to do your absolute best because you never know who's going to walk in the door. Someone could walk in the door and think that you are the most outgoing, perfect person, and they want to hire you for their million-dollar business. Right, yeah. You, You have to be open to good things happening to you. You have to be open to making money. Yes, and while you're open you bring a ton of results. And so, of course, it will come to you. Yeah. I mean, just a random story of Gal and how he just flows money in. Yeah. I always have money that comes in the most random ways to me. (laughs) Like, it just shows up. But yeah, go ahead and tell the story. No, no, you Should I tell it? it? All right. So basically, I was in Florida for like a month at this point or something and just doing my own work. But still, I'm posting all the time on social media. I'm, I don't know, communicating out, doing whatever. And of course, always productive. And this random person writes to me and says, hey, we see what you're doing and, and we see that you're working with this particular service and we'd like to survey you about this service and pay you just to survey. 
And I was like, okay, now they DM me. I could have thought this was a scam, whatever, but I thought it's communication and let me answer. We'll see where this goes. Now, where did it go? They paid me like $250, really. Like I, the money came into my account <laughs> for surveying me for 15, 20 minutes about this service I use. Yeah, but I just have to say your viewpoint, which is ties into what we said is even if I don't get it at least I'm helping them for free exactly like you had the viewpoint of helping yeah exactly Mariah was asking me what if like what are you going to do this whole call and what if they don't pay you I was like ah, then the bottom line at least I gave them like some. I wasted 15 minutes of my time but I helped them exactly and we really weren't sure are they going to pay me like I did the whole survey da 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 and they paid me it was wild but <laughs> I was so totally open to seeing where it goes either way is fine they pay me they don't pay me I'll help them out and brought value to them and I got money. So money can come to you in the most random ways that had nothing to do with my typical work. It had nothing to do with anything I do. But the money came in. I, I didn't say no to the 250. It was nice to have. Yeah. People just don't realize that they have these flows turned off. Yeah. They don't realize it. And we're trying to like bring this awareness. You could be like, okay, let me open up all these. Like if you're a visual person like me, I like to visualize them as like literally like pipelines. Yeah. And you have all these pipelines and you have them turned off. You have them blocked. But mm -hmm. if you're just even aware that they exist, they sort of unclog mm -hmm. and you can have all these different types that go into your main pipe, which is your bank account. And yeah, it just flows in there. And and the truth of the matter is you make as much as you need. Yeah, that's a, that's very important to add to this pipe thing. Go on, yeah. go on. So as we're visualizing the pipeline, if you think you only need X amount of flow, let's say... A $1,000 a month you yeah, think you need. You kind of like have a pipe that will flow that much money. Yeah, quite but a thin then, pipe. Yeah, but then when you're like, crap, like I need more money because I don't know, I'm now paying for my kid's college tuition. You're like, I need to go to the store and get a bigger pipe. So <laughs> yeah. you get a bigger pipe and maybe you pick up other jobs or whatever the case is. You find a way to make more money. Mm -hmm. But if you say, I need more money, like I just need, it's not about just having enough for the house, the college savings. It's like, I need enough to be able to support my parents. I need enough that if they get sick or whatever the case may be, I can provide for them. I need enough to be able to donate to charity when I'm passionate about something. Exactly. When you create this need, like you have to create the need. Don't wait till the world gives you the need. You break your leg and you're like, fuck, like... Now I need money. Create the need for yourself and your pipeline will like expand naturally. Exactly. Because that pipe of yours that has different thicknesses, right? Or different girth sizes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that pipe of yours is actually very determined by you or it will be determined by the environment for you. Mm -hmm. So yes, either you break your leg and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I got to come up with money. And so the pipe gets expanded by force because you got to flow in more money to handle your leg. Or in advance, you already said, I need more money. I need a bigger pipe. Most people say, I don't need more money. I mean, I have a house that I bought. Uh, my kid's college fund is going well. Uh, we have two kids, you know, the white picket fence. We're living comfortably. Really, you don't think you need more than that because this is where you need to already start thinking. But we need more because if you don't say I need more, you keep that pipe the same and one day it will crack. One day when you're, God forbid, somebody you love has a medical emergency. Do you have enough money for that right now? God forbid there is some issue that you have to move to another city because job opportunities, but it's going to be more expensive there, whatever, and you don't have enough savings. There's so many examples. You want to go on a positive note to vacation when you're 45. Do you want to go stay at a motel? 
or do you want to go stay at a five-star hotel because you had a bigger pipe in your earlier years that you've been building over the last 10, 15 years. So have the bigger dream. Expand beyond the white picket fence. Know that you need more and your pipe will actually by yourself get bigger so it doesn't get cracked and expanded by force. Yeah, and I like what you said earlier about how if you don't pick how much you need, the environment will tell you how much you need. Yes. And kind of in thinking that, oh, I have the white picket fence, I have the college saving, blah, 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 thinking that's enough, that's kind of your environment telling you that. Because if you're a multi-billionaire, the white picket fence is not enough. I remember, um, again, going back to the first class thing, we flew uh, business class on Qatar yeah, one time, which is like, yeah, which is like first class in a way. Yeah. And I remember the experience was so amazing. And I was like, I can see why people do this. Yes. I don't have the money for it now, but I can totally see why people do. It's amazing. And having that environment shift, mm-hmm. you know, that's not middle class environment being in first class, you know? Right. So being in that, uh, that environment shift, it totally changed my point of view on how much money I need to make and how much money is out there. Like if there's people regularly doing this, what are they doing that I can't do, you know? Also, something that I noticed is the group of friends that you hang out with or family members or whatever. I remember hanging out with uh, your friends and and you guys come from a wealthy family and you went to school with a lot of even wealthier people. Right. And their point of view on money is so different. And I remember just being around it thinking, that didn't even cross my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know the stuff that they were wanting to buy or places they wanted to go and do like to be able to just hop on a plane and go somewhere whenever like that wasn't reality to me. But yeah. when I saw that that environment existed, mm-hmm. it increases the necessity. Yeah. All of a sudden you go, wait, maybe that's possible. Maybe I do want that. That'd be fun to even do once. So you start to build towards that potential, that dream, right? I had friends that are like, yeah, we're going now to <laughs> hop on a yacht for five days. And uh, yeah, there are rooms on the yacht, but we didn't really want to stay on them. So we just rented the hotel. So we were had the yacht for the day and then stayed in the hotel at night and like things like that. And even for me, I was like, my goodness, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. But you you know, people have so much money. But then imagine also if you're with a group that's like, a motel? Ugh, don't you want to just like get blackout drunk and just sleep on a bench tonight like to save some money? <laughs> that's the other extreme. You know, that's the other extreme in a <laughs> yeah. way. And, you know, I have to say that we have a really cool balance of a bit of everything. Yes, okay, we Maybe do. not to the extreme of passing out on a park bench. Not that. Yeah, like, right. But we have such a good mix and I love having that mix in my life because I'm like, I don't know. You're not stuck in one environment you can see so many different points of view and like kind of then decide how you want to spend your money versus your environment telling you how you should spend your money exactly which by the way you need to be able to have both like you should be Mm -hmm. able to stay at a really cheap hotel and be totally fine with it or totally be able to and enjoy an expensive hotel Mm -hmm. if you can only be an expensive that's not very good either like people that Mm -hmm. are stuck i have to have the wealthy stuff and if it's not perfect like they live miserable lives too Mm -hmm. Or people that are just stuck in motels all day, that's not very, you know, that's not the kind of life that's fruitful either. So that balance of being willing to have both, but always knowing you're aiming for more, aiming for more. Even when we were now in Japan, how much wealth did we see there? You're like, oh my gosh, there's money 
everywhere. There's so much money here. Yeah, or even like we walked by this one hotel that was so fancy mm-hmm. in the best location, and it's like it's cool. Like we're not bitter about seeing that. We're not like, oh wow, those people spend a thousand dollars a night. That's so stupid. It's like I would love to get to a point where I don't mind spending a thousand dollars to be in the best location at a bougie place. Exactly. I like that. I like that challenge, and I like seeing that. And that's why I think I. I think we also like watching those reviews or those like billion dollar home tours. Yeah, I love those. (laughs) Because it just expands what your reality is on things, what's out there and what you decide to need. Exactly. And just having the idea that it is within reach. Mm -hmm. You know, Mariah and I on purpose when we were now in Japan went with kind of unique accommodation, a little bit cheaper, but to experience these like small Japanese hotels and things. And we know that right now we're young and we don't have kids, so we can. But we also know that we're building towards something where in the future we're going to be at unbelievable hotels, the best. Yeah, we always had that viewpoint of we're doing this now to experience this, but it's no doubt in our mind that we're going to get to a level where we can do all the fancy stuff. So mm-hmm. we almost are like, yeah, let's enjoy this life now. Yeah. Because in the future, it's going to be different. Exactly. And you by the way, exactly. You put it there and it takes time. We know it takes time. We know it takes lots of production, lots of bringing value to many, many people, lots of bringing results to many, many people. And that's how we'll have the money. But, but it takes time. Res- yeah. You know? And we're not like afraid to bring results. Like it's not hard to bring results. Not hard. You're putting in the same amount of time either way. So... Exactly. And but my additional thing I want to add here is that many people think I've been doing it for a year. Like, why am I not staying at the best hotel? You know, Mariah and I know that it takes time. We are building something Mm -hmm. that's stable long term. But the point here is to expand the vision. What we do all the time is we expand our vision and we put this idea that we bring lots of value to people. We have to. We have to bring results. Mm -hmm. And that's how you open up that pipeline. Yeah. Also, our point of view isn't like, hey, let's do this for X amount of time. It's just what we want to do forever. Like, we want to help we want to bring results like it's just we want to be productive there's no end time limit exactly like it's not like in a year we're gonna be like all right now we want to stop doing that yeah exactly and for those listening you can relax you can do all that fun stuff too but earn it we don't mind producing a crazy forever we don't ever want to retire Mm -hmm. but we will earn the nice vacation yeah i feel like people think that you can't be productive and relax like it's one or the other but Mm -hmm. in reality the only time you actually get to relax is when you've produced if you don't produce it's not you're not really relaxing you're just doing nothing yeah you're just avoiding with all the work (laughs) anyways on your mind too so you gotta earn it yeah okay so to kind of get into the conclusion of this we have one more principle to kind of think with and we already Mm -hmm. kind of touched on it but you only have what you're able to communicate with Mm -hmm. so for example if you can't communicate even to your bank account how do you think you're going to make money? Like if, you, if you're if you scared to open your bank account, you think you're not going to be scared to make money, lose money, spend money? The whole subject becomes something scary. So you don't have the subject because you can't communicate with it. You don't look at your credit card bills. You don't check it all the time. If you're in debt, you don't look. You need to because that's how you have things by communicating with them. Mm-hmm. I like something that you said earlier. You're like the best way to see if someone doesn't have money is they will spend uncontrollably. Yeah. It's so true. And the only way you can spend uncontrollably is if you're not in communication with how much money you have, how much money you're making, if you're not in communication with your savings and what you want to save and all that. Yeah, 100%. It's amazing. Somebody that has money never spends more than they have. And they know that because they constantly check, communicate with, are on top of control 
their money. Somebody that spends uncontrollably, doesn't look at their credit card statements, doesn't look at their bank account, spends like crazy even when they don't really need it. They go above and beyond instead of saying, whoa, whoa, what's the real situation here? How much money do I need to expend every month? How much do I need to earn every month? How do I cut down my costs or or I should say, and or increase my income. And with that combination, they actually get on top of their money, not just, ah, I want it, I'm spending it. Oh, that looks cool, I'm spending it. Like, I have a ton of discipline to want things, and I just don't spend on it, even though if I can. Yeah, but also, you don't really want things. Like, it's so hard getting you stuff for your birthday. I don't know. That's true. But really, there are times, like, I often will look at things that I, I would love to buy. I could buy, but I'm like, it'd be amazing, but I just... I'm not going to buy that right now. It's not It's not right yet. I, yeah, you know? I would say most of the stuff you buy is probably because I've pushed you to buy it. Like when <laughs> yeah. we go shopping for clothes, <laughs> yeah, it's because I push you to buy it. Because you'll be talking about how you need a new wardrobe for like years. Right. And then I'm like, okay, I'm overhearing this. Like we're getting clothes. You have to buy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, which, and by the way, like, then I'll, I will need clothes, so I'll go and buy stuff, you know? But I don't know. I can think of a few examples. Even I'll see stuff online, and I'm like, wow, like, this is so cool. I want to buy it. But I'll just kind of be like, nah. You know, I take that extra beat to see, do I, how, you know, what value is it going to bring me? I could buy it, yes, but... Rather, I continue investing because I'm going for something bigger here. But my point is I control my spending. I don't go off of every whim. Mm -hmm. Like an alcoholic has an impulse to drink and so they drink. Somebody who can control their drinking has an impulse to drink and says that's enough right now. And that's what you need to have with your money. Mm -hmm. We were one time (laughs) waiting for my car to get cleaned out or something and we were on TikTok. And Uh we were fully on this whole thing of like Amazon top Oh, yeah, Top yeah. Amazon All the things, things you and you're like, buy screenshot that. We need to buy that. Yeah. We need to buy that. No, babe, we need to buy that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I had all these screenshots on my phone. By the time we get home, I'm like, okay, babe, I'm not going to get all this stuff. Which stuff do you realistically yes. like want out of this? And we're like yeah. going through it. And he's like, by the end, we're like, none of it. Yeah. But in the, in the moment, you're like, that, that, that. Yeah, because it seems so cool. And that happens all the time right? You go around and you spend money on things you don't need. You spend more than you make on things that bring very little value to you and that just lose their value from whatever they value they did have. Why? Why? Now, do it if you have lots of money. But again, you have to be on top of it. Control it. Don't just spend like crazy. Yeah, something I want to say that I've noticed in myself, and I don't know if this is like a universal thing or just me, but I also know that I spend more when I'm the least productive, weirdly. Mm. I think it's because when I'm productive, I'm like so focused on getting cycles closed and I'm obviously working more Yeah, that I don't have the time or I'm like, ah, I'll get to it, but I end up not. It's not as important to me as like the production cycles are. But when I'm like fully caught up and I don't put my next thing there, I'm like, oh, let me watch a review. And then I end up like really getting into like this whole thing of like, oh, I want this, 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 and this. Exactly. It's before ama- I didn't have the time. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, it's amazing, by the way, that you can spend money on something that you need, or which is kind of actually more investing your money. Even mm-hmm. if I'm buying a meal, you think you're spending it. Well, I'm kind of investing that money because I need to get something in return, or you just go around wasting money. I have no problem, by the way, with you investing your money or, by the way, wasting your money if you have enough income. I plan on expending a million dollars a month in the future, like with pleasure. I'll spend, like, as we said, money should be spent. And I have the idea that I need to have a lot of money so that I can, yeah, spend on the dessert, spend on whatever you want. Like, Mm -hmm. don't think twice. I hate a money stop. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate something that tells 
meme that I myself set up actually mm -hmm. to tell myself, hey, don't, don't spend that. I hate that because I can control how much money I make. I can. I know I can. So I don't want money to be the thing that stops me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So spend a lot. I will spend a million dollars a month in the future, but that'll be while I'm making $10 million a month. Yeah, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I plan on making a lot of money. And the way to do that is by having that big pipeline and bringing mm -hmm. tons of results again. So just a disclaimer, spend lots of money, but make <laughs> yeah. 10 times more money. Yes. We're not saying spend a lot of money, period. Yes. Just want to. Exactly. So if I spend a million dollars a month on nonsense, but I invest $3 million a month and I save a million dollars, all of a sudden you see that you're allocating your money correctly, but you have money to waste because you make a lot. That's yes. how it should be. And if you're looking for something to invest in, this is not a plug, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> but you guys should totally check out Guarantee Prosperity. Absolutely. They do like amazing stuff. We get little tidbits from those seminars and we make podcasts out of them. But really, that's the gold and it makes so much more sense and everything's a million times better. So mm -hmm. definitely, it's not like a selfish plug. It's actually like if you want to invest, that's where to do it. And you actually yeah. have a course. Yeah, all about this. Yeah, what is it? It's called Your Throne Sources of Income. The whole idea is that you can sit at your throne and, and overlook your kingdom and obviously make income and ensure that it's productive and that you have an amazing life for those around you from your throne of your kingdom. But you need to understand what is income, how to have multiple sources of income. Many people want multiple sources of income. So anyway, there's a whole course on it. We really dive in depth on the subject of money there because here it's a 30, 40 minute podcast. Super powerful, by the way. I think this was an amazing podcast, yeah. but there's more to learn and we highly recommend you invest in yourself because that'll make you money. Yes. So I really hope you guys enjoyed our take yes. on the flow of money. Mm -hmm. I hope it flows lots of money your way. I hope it inspires you to bring results in and your workplace. And have big money energy. Yeah, big money energy. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a really good one. I enjoyed talking to you about that, Babers. Yeah, that, that was, was really great. nice. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was a pleasure. And the adventure continues. continues.